right, Five Nine Gamers, welcome back to another episode of the Dragon Ball Legends podcast. Today's episode 39, Hype Unbound. Before we start it, as always, take a second, type exclamation mark link tree in the chat. Make sure to follow us on all our social media, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, OnlyFans, LinkedIn, I don't know, whatever else we have where Truth presents his toe pictures. And um, yeah, <laughs> as you can already see, we have a big round of people here today. Uh, we are once again joined by the homie Goresh. How are you doing, man? Hey, what's going on? Happy to be back. We are joined by our Godkey and Hybrid's main, Swift. Yo, yo, what up, fam? Don't forget the free-to-play god, Azdeek. How are you doing, man? It's doing good, bro. But there is no, no free-to-play legend or no free-to-play god without a free-to-play legend. We have the truth. What's up, man? Yeah, yeah. I'm a well-known free-to-play player expert. Truth. Yep, exactly, me. exactly. <laughs> and we have the man who lost his shit on Tuesday, who is the most hyped, I think. And uh, yeah, I don't even know what else to say. Prof, take it away. What's up? Hi, hello, everybody. Go Gohan is number one. <laughs> he does seem pretty good. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? Uh, yeah. All yeah. right. So today's topics are obviously the new banner, the new units. And uh, we are going to talk about the fact that actually right now there are four banners that all include LF units. And we're going to discuss, but maybe we're going to do that a little bit earlier already, is um, LF Gohan, was he necessary the way he was? Uh, is it good? Is it bad that he's this strong? First LF that seems to be able to compete with Zenkai units. But before we go into that, uh, Truth, how do you feel about this Bojack Unbound Step Up banner? Uh, okay, all right. So I actually see a lot of people talking about how they don't like it, the current format and stuff like that. But to me, like as a whale, the biggest thing I love is that the ticket, that 5% like chance on the ticket feels pretty good to me. Um, all the banners that have had that Super Saiyan 4, Goku, now this one, I've uh, Gogeta, right? I've pulled those LFs a lot off of those tickets, dude. Yeah, I, uh, I pulled Gohan <laughs> a lot off the tickets. Oh, you did as well? Okay. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah. Must be nice. I, I just pulled Piccolo off the tickets. Oh, Truth needs more copies of him, so that's, that's good. Yeah, I, for oh, yeah. I 14 starred that, mine on this yeah. banner. It was, it was a bit crazy, I have to say. But I got shafted. I went in like 50k before I got my first Gohan. Uh, 10 more K, no oh, second wow. Gohan. So I used multi Z power for three stars. And that's where I am. My trunks, my princess trunks is red five. I think that says everything. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't really have comments on the banner format, but all three LF Gohans and the new trunks are all on one banner. That's all I have to say. Yeah, so if you're a hybrid main, this is a very, very, very good banner to summon on. Yeah, I think that's like every hybrid main's wet dream. It's a completed yeah. team, and it's definitely a top tier team. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, you, you, sure. you don't say. Okay, I good think it's know, yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> possibly, just possibly. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's the team right now, huh? Um, well, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm biased, so I can't tell you guys. Yeah, I know this is the number one team right now. Go ahead and drop all your CC. Forget about your current main. This is it, right? I can't say that. But I right, well, could. Let me pose a question. Which team do you think is better right now? Hybrids or LOE? Oh, LOE, definitely. That's oh, a toughie. So, that's so tough because I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm thinking about the future LOE, right? Because you guys are probably getting into yeah. that Ultra Frieza next, right? I mean, we have LF Frieza on the banner, so this completes that team, right? Yeah, the full oh, team's yeah, on this banner. Yeah. Oh, I, man, I, that LF Frieza won't leave me alone. He's at like, what, 0.25 and go on to 0.5? No. Yeah. I've got him down to 7 star and I didn't even have him like ready. I just no. I mean, just you pull this LF Frieza, you're good to go with the LOE team. Just run him. That's it. That's your whole team. That's, you're good. 
<laughs> yep. Yeah, I think that's that's a big win right there, huh? <laughs> but I mean, yeah, also the fact that you know we got I think we got six new units like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and now we got another seven, I think. Yeah, now we got like three sparkings and four extremes. I think that's yeah, that's plus pretty the crazy. Ultra Vegeta, remember? Oh yeah, the old yeah. But if we're just talking strictly about this banner, that's already you know <laughs> they pretty much put more new units in this one banner than the two other banners combined, which I think is. Well, Crazy. Uh, on the previous podcast, I was predicting like they were going to do this because of the guild battle, right? They had to sell you a new LF unit, right? So they ended up making a banner with a, an entire EX team that, you know, some of them are bad, but a couple of them are really wicked good, right? And so th this entire EX team, if you're going to summon for it, you know, <laughs> nobody has EX multi-Z power. There's one way to get this team ready. It's an incentive for people to go absolutely ham during the guild battle. True. That's how I interpreted it. Asdik, how do you feel about the banner? Um, the, honestly, like, especially coming from like a free-to-play standpoint, I really do like it. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I, I only was able to go ahead and farm up like 10k CC. So I didn't go too deep on it, of course. Just well, 10k is a lot for me. Uh, I know not for you guys, but for me, it's a lot. And I was able to walk away with the six-star trunks. I got my very first copy of the LF uh, Future Gohan. I got Bojack. I got most of the EXs minus Gokua. And so I feel like, honestly, like, you know, that, that's pretty damn good for me. I, feel, I, was, I walked away extremely happy from that banner. I do want to toss a, a little bit more CC once I do get it farmed up just for the potential chance to get that purple Gohan. But overall, like, I had a really good time with it. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I know a lot of people do argue that, oh, yeah, like, these, these banners, um, they're trash. We don't get the free step and stuff like that. But... This, I, I have to be real honest, like this, this, this banner treated me really, really well. And so I'm a little bit biased towards it at this point. The one thing you have to remember with this banner, too, is the fact that there are seven LFs on this banner. Um, and if you want to compare these specifically to the part one banners, those banners have the new LF plus four old ones. So in total, the new LF is 0.5 and then the old LFs are each 0.25. So in total, you have a 1.5% chance per summon to pull an LF. Whereas on this banner, because there's six old LFs, you have a 2% chance to pull an LF at any point. So there's actually a higher chance that you pull an LF on this banner than any other banner. That is one thing I kind of noticed is just because there's so many LF units, it's like there is a slightly higher chance to pull Gohan. But I saw a lot of people, including myself, where it's like you see the Legends Limited pop up and then you would just get like Beerus or something. So I think just because there's so many LFs on this banner... It almost makes it harder to pull Gohan, but I do like, I mean, overall, I like the banner. It's not horrible, and obviously the increased rates on the tickets are always nice. I mean- Wait a minute, you said Beerus? Beerus is on the banner. Wow, I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, same, same here. Only pulled him about the seventh or eight, 85 times. Dude, when Dude I me too. He would not, he would not leave me alone. I had a double LF I mean, multi and it was two Beeruses. I think that, that gave me PTSD. <laughs> Dude, that gave me PTSD from the time. I think it was on Ultra Instinct Goku where I summoned on 5-9 and Goresh and Rhyme were making fun of me for that shit. Yeah, that was that was UI. Jesus. <laughs> Remember that. Truth, how many red Gohans did you pull? <laughs> I actually pulled this eight or nine. I pulled a lot of him. Fifteen. Sickening. <laughs> Jeez. I've yet to experience pulling an LF unit I've already finished, but I bet it's gut-wrenching. Yeah. It's a, it's a mean, feeling I've known, got to know very well. I mean, I have I have 14 star Pickle and Goku on this banner, so uh, if, 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 you know, the, no, the new Gohan is the one you're going for, 
Piccolo, I was happy about since I'm a region main. That Goku, Namek Goku, I didn't really care that much about him. So, uh, <laughs> it wasn't fun, Prof. I can tell you that. Yeah. All right. So, I feel like we can actually move over to uh, the unit that we've all been waiting for. And, um, Prof, I'm just going to give the floor to you. Go ham. Talk about Gohan. Okay, uh, well, I'll, I won't go ham because we, we got, I'm sure there's a lot of opinions here, but I'll, I'll go over his kit really quick and, and why this unit is just so incredibly powerful. Um, I mean, obviously, you guys got to take everything I say with the fact that I'm a huge Gohan fan, right? So uh, I'm, I'm gushing here. But this unit, even before he transforms, is really obnoxious to deal with because he constantly lowers ally and his own sub count. Um, he's got a team heal, not for himself, but the other two allies. And frankly, you don't really care about his own team heal because he's going to revive anyways, right? So he gives you 20% more effective ally HP. Um, he gives you a permanent damage increase to the entire team as well as some buffs to himself. But, you know, if you get one shot on this Gohan, it's not the end of the world if you can't use his first main ability. His second main ability, he's going to gain through his transformation um, just a massive damage increase and in penetration to sustain damage cut. I'm sure you guys have all seen clips and videos right now of Gohan just tearing through like every unit in the game. Combine that with his second ability that every single time this guy uses an arts card, he gets like actual percent damage increase. I, I feel very confident in saying due to his utility and the fact that he pairs alongside the red LF Gohan, this is the most powerful unit in the game. Uh, people can disagree with me if they want, but I, I, I think if you're going tit for tat and you're assuming the same star count, this is the most powerful unit. What do you guys think? He, I mean, he is really incredible. I, I pulled him a few times and I've been having a blast using him. Um, I agree. Just the fact that, I mean, by himself, he is amazing, but the fact that you run him alongside FSK Gohan and then you have the option for future Gohans, you have revival and endurance. I mean, hybrids is in a really good spot right now. I don't know. In my opinion, I don't know if I would say this is the, like the hands down best unit in the game. I would definitely say it is the best non Zenkai LF unit. Like it is probably one of the better like new sparking units we've seen in a while. So, I mean, he is amazing. Yeah, I honestly, I would have to agree. Even <clears throat> someone like coming from me, right? <clears throat> I'm not too, I don't go too deep into like these, the LS versus like Zenkai debate and stuff like that. I know a lot of people were waiting for like this, this unit, right? Basically to compete with all like the best Zenkais and stuff like that. I've seen this guy put in work like at two stars. I've been clapped by this guy even at two stars. And I've honestly, I've seen like a lot of people on social media, like especially like on TikToks, making fun of this guy and saying that his defenses are bad and stuff like that. Like, but that's just like at two stars. That's just like at a glance, you know, or even like against like tight disadvantage, but you like just everything that he does, like his team overall, it's just absolutely like crazy. I hate, I absolutely dread going against this team. Like, especially going against the triple LF Gohan team. I don't even know if that's his um, optimal team or not, but going against that is very annoying. 100%. Can we just appreciate the fact that you said TikTok? Yes, follow us on TikTok, <laughs> by the way. 5-9 Gaming. Yeah, we do, we, do have a, we do have a TikTok that is actually pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I think, going back to this unit, I think the most underrated thing about him and uh, this also just plays into the whole revival aspect of what he can do. The one thing that separates, in my opinion, Red Cell from the Blue Revival Goku is Red Cell has a lot of sub count manipulation. 
Whenever an enemy gets hit, he reduces his sub count by one, which makes it a lot easier for the Cell to eat a rush than the blue Goku. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why Cell is just a more much more efficient user of the revival mechanic than blue Goku. It's very similar with this Gohan. This Gohan's green card is like probably one of the best green cards in the game. I'm talking about not even post-transformation, but pre-transformation. You can stack that sub count reduction uh, multiple times with the green card before he, you know, switches out. I've had instances where this Gohan sub count is less than four seconds when he switches out. And so it's like yeah. the enemy, you know, may not realize that at some point. And, you know, they just go for whatever. And uh, they go for the rush or something like that. And they don't realize you can bring the Gohan in already. And he just eats the rush. And at that point, you pretty much just win. There's no real reason where you, why you should lose the game after this Gohan eats a rush with his you know, pre-transformed state. Um, and that's just, I feel like his biggest asset is the sub count reduction. Because you talk about like the way to, you know, this Gohan has terrible defenses. Well, one of the best ways to defend in this game is you, you vanish, right? It's like the only way to defend in this game. Um, so the sub count reduction, I feel like, is one of the bigger aspects of this unit that makes him as good as he is and people don't really talk about that well, he also does it on his blue card as well he can lower the ally sub reduction so yeah. if you're playing this man with future gohan you can get back into red gohan cover with him and then your future gohan is ready and as Goresh already said your opponent's not expecting all these sub counts to have gone down you can just you can cover with red gohan and utilize the full bulk of that monster and you never have to worry about it because he's always covered by revival and endurance it's just ridiculous Sounds like yeah. I need to actually play this guy. Because <laughs> I've only yeah. played him on the rush, and he is fantastic on the raid. And he is fantastic on the raid. Oh my god, the best unit of this raid. Okay, okay, I'm going to show myself out. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was happy that I pulled him because, uh, I mean, it's a different topic. But on this raid, I think I've had rising double rising rushes with two trunks, which are boost units, not kill the, bo the boss. So I was happy to have Gohan with the 250% uh, damage increase. <laughs> but I haven't gone into yeah, PvP yeah, yet. Bet. So um where do you think like what do you think is his best team and what are the equips that you like using on him? I would say uh I mean I haven't used him on movies yet, but uh I uh, pretty confident his best team is hybrids and the reason is because the equipment is the best on that team. Yeah. The triple exclamation point and stuff like this, like the flat Damage stuff? Yeah, all the flat boost equipment is just crazy, crazy good. Like that one, you have the one from the BoJack movie. On, like, I think that the one that where it's him screaming or something. Yeah, it's called really good. Let's go. Um, the, the BoJack one that he's is coming out here in a second. Um, well, no, no, I'm talking about the one that exists right now. The one I think it's from the old BoJack event. It's the one where it's pure strike per hybrid, and then it gives oh, both yeah, defenses. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's just called that Og, one's really good. exclamation point, exclamation point. Yeah, yeah. Pure strike per hybrid, and there's, it's all you Gohan, which is the pure strike for Sun Family. You stack the both yeah. of those, and you can get 30% pure strike off those two items, and then the awakened yep. exclamation, exclamation. Yeah, that's the exact setup I was running. And the reason why you could do that Sun Family equip is because if you just run the popular team with, you know, Red Gohan, Feature Gohan, and this Gohan, they're all Gohan, they're all Sun Family, so it works. Uh, so there's two items that I'm trying out right now. Oh, I'm, I want to try out. There's one that's not out, and there's the other one that I'm trying out, and I've I've gotten mixed results with it. I, I actually think I like the pure strike more. Is the I want to fight item? It's blast defense, strike defense. Uh, the middle slot is either special move or ultimate damage. You don't obviously care about this ultimate damage, but the special move damage goes up to twelve point five, and then it has base HP on the last slot up to twelve point five again. The new item that is coming out with the Bojack event on Wednesday is special move damage 10%. So you stack both of these items together. You can probably, you know, assuming you get gold to red slot, about 20% damage increase on your blue card while retaining, a, you know, some HP that you're trading off. I, I'm 
I feel like this unit is best used as a glass cannon, so I'm really tempted to just stick with the pure strike attack because my my when I use this Gohan and I swap in on somebody and I get a confident combo, they're dead. But it's usually sealed with the blue card, right? So when this Bojack event drops, I'm going to be very interested to see how this Let's Go item pairs up on him. Prof, Prof I, I did have, want I have to a... quickly ask you. Do you, oh my bad, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I was just going to ask him because he is like the hybrids expert right here. I just wanted to see. Okay, so you know that equipment. Um, it's the Awakened Just You Wait Androids, and it's up to, on that slot three, it's up to like 30% base strike attack. Would you say that equipment is worth grinding? Or if I already have like uh, pure strike attack items, would I should I use those instead? Or do you think the base strike attack 30% is worth it? Um, I'm sorry, you have to drag my memory. With the Just You Strike Wait Androids? What, what item is that for him? It's the Awakened Just You Wait Androids. It is, um... I'm pretty sure that's a hybrid feature. Oh, that's Hyper Saints Future. I am so dumb. Okay, Never mind. yeah. I'm like, what is this man talking about? <laughs> yeah, I got three copies of that, Z. Um, no, that, that's fantastic for your future Gohan. Okay, so that is a good one to grind for future Gohan. Okay. Yeah, I'm using that one on uh, my future Gohan L. Yeah, my apologies. I thought that was Hyper Saints in general. No, the the only other one I'm considering right now is um is the awakened you can do it right Gohan right and the first slot on it is pure strike defense per Sun family, and then the slot two and three are base strike attack and blast attack by eighteen percent. Although this this Gohan brings two strike arts cards, you're probably pairing him with future Gohan. It's strike right. You can really tilt heavy into strike, and then these other items that are unawakened much easier to get. I think I'm almost certain the uh, the Sun Family variant of it, the uh, the Pure Strike item is in the uh, exchange shop right now, so you can just go grab it. And then I guess that one is tied to the Bojack event. I didn't know that. I was looking for it the other day. I just have several copies done. But no, those those items are much easier. By the way, Prof, uh, going off of the last podcast, I feel like I need you to make a YouTube video where you make all the noises for all the equips, all of them. Yes. Oh my goodness. Agree. <laughs> One million views. I'm easy. You, I could dub this entire game. Easy content. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, any more opinions on the Gohan, or do you guys want to move on to uh, Bojack? That boy is good. That's my thoughts on. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun using him. Actually, I'm seeing because you know you. Go ahead. Because I, I just rock future Gohan, and then that Gohan. Then it's like okay. Like they don't, they never, the thing is, is that people are just scared to rush. I've got, ever since Goresh mentioned like, yeah, you counter a team like that, just rush right away, whatever. Just, just get it off. Right. Cause these matches go so long that you could easily get two rushes. So that's what I've been doing. So I'm playing a lot of matches where like I rush twice and like they don't even rush because they're just too scared of future Gohan's endurance and then revival Gohan. Yeah. So the real question today is what's the best unit? Is it Gohan or Gohan? It's definitely Gohan. I think it's Gohan. I think it's What? <laughs> yeah, the thing is, like, it's like Frieza. <laughs> Sec second form Frieza, right? No, he's uh, looking at that LF one, like laughing, like you don't want to know what I know. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No, nah, but seriously, um, as long as I like, as long as I play region and I get to LF the future Gohan. With DKP, I'm fine. But then again, most people by now should know that. I still have some people throwing him in front of the rush when I'm rushing with DKP and just him just die. But with that purple Gohan, that option is now just out the window if they manage to actually swap him back in. 
But I know some people, they also just say at one point, okay, whatever. Before he farms the second rush, I'm just going to get that, get rid of that life bar. Even though that means that, you know, you rushed and they still have three vanishes, which is less than optimal, but yeah. You gotta- oh, well, I agree. Like 100%. If, if, if I cover with my future Gohan or something and he's full HP and you're having the juggle between him and Red Gohan and you're never going to get a clear shot on my, my units for with your rush, you, I could call your rush anyways, just rush me. I agree with that. If you can, if you can blow through my first HP bar and put me in a situation where the perfect vanish caps one of my units, that is that's probably the right choice. Yeah, agree. Alrighty, uh, before we actually move on to uh, Bojack, we're going to talk about Princess Trunks, and we have someone else in here who likes hybrids very much. So, uh, Swift, what are your thoughts on him? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, this this green trunks is honestly a very good unit. I think he does really good damage. Um, going into this banner, we all kind of knew that hybrid Saiyans really needed a purple and a green unit. So the fact that they touched on both of those colors is really, really nice for the team overall. Um, I mean, his stats aren't anything too crazy, but um, he definitely does some really good damage. His blue card does really, really good damage. I only have this guy at three stars and I've been, uh, playing a little bit around with him and I got to say he is very good. I like his overall kit. Um, you know, he's kind of got a basic kit where we're not basic, but it, you know, we're used to, you know, pop the main ability, get a blue card, restore key, you know, so many units do that. But when you have a unit that gets card draw speed on top of that, and he's doing really, really good damage. I mean. Overall, I'd say this guy is a solid green unit for the Hybrid Saiyans team. Um, I mean, he's got some really good buffs in his kit. He has a 80% damage inflicted. He's got reduced damage received. I mean, he is a fairly, I'm not going to say he's super tanky, but he can be fairly tanky. Um, and then he does have some kind of some pseudo support buffs to where, you know, after he dies, he restores uh, allied Hybrid Saiyan health. He uh, gives a, a damage buff. I think it's 25%. Um, I mean, overall, I think this guy is a phenomenal green option for the team. I was mainly running on my hybrid Saiyan team before this guy came out. My green option was the free to play EX Gohan. And I actually love that guy that the free to play Zenkai EX green Gohan is he is a really good unit, but I would say overall, this green trunks is definitely a better option. Um, if you have him three to six stars, he's going to be very good for the team. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I... The main thing, I, you touched on his kit pretty much the whole thing. I, I want to point out that as a green option for hybrids, because the core team of hybrids is obviously the three LF Gohans, and you want a green alternative option, and this Trunks brings it. He has probably one of the coolest Z abilities um, since, I guess, Merge the Masu back on the second anniversary. He gets all the way up to 35% to strike, attack, and defense, then another 18% to movie hybrid strike attack. So he feeds directly into Purple Gohan up to 53% strike attack. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that is very true. Oh, yeah, that is a good point. At six stars, he does pick up that extra um, strike attack buff. Yeah. Yeah, he's optimal bench for the hybrid Saiyan team, and he provides you a the green option to go into combat with. So even if you're not like fancy to his unit design or his kit, if you're running the triple LF squad, you just bench him for him. Right. Who would not be fancy yeah, in his unit the, design? Uh, I know. That's what I was about to say too. I didn't even care what this man did. When I saw him, I was just like, that's who I want the most. Yeah. He does a backflip in his windscreen. Oh, it's yep. so beautiful. That's it's true. at top five windscreens. He's easily up there. The oh, flip. Yeah. 
you're cutting out Azdik unless you're stopped there. <laughs> I was just commenting on the flip too. I absolutely love it. And his blue card does have blast armor and you can teach it to Shallot. Not that that really means anything these days, but you know, if they give Shallot a new transformation soon and he becomes more viable, this could be a decent blue card for him. Um, his green card's pretty good. Restores key. Uh, you want to mainly use this green card when you're already out of cards. Like you go through a combo, you pop the green card last, and then you draw two new cards and you get a 25% damage buff. Um, 20 pretty, key. Good, pretty good green card in my in my opinion. Yeah, 20 key as well. Um, definitely a good yeah. green card. The question is, yeah, does, the he, does he buff really damage by like when he destroys cards just like Gohan does? No, he gets a 25% uh, damage inflicted for 10 counts, and okay. then he destroys all cards and draws two new ones. Okay. So, I mean, if you're at the if you're at the end of a combo, you can almost just pop this, draw two new cards, you get a damage buff and key. I mean, it's a pretty good green card. I like it. Yeah, one of the cool things about him is that you can, like, switch him into a blue card or something like that, and if he falls below 75% health, he will heal and get more damage. So he has oh, that yeah. sort of, like, defensive utility that makes him pretty versatile, I think. So. I like that about him. Sounds pretty nice. I think I should actually try the new units in PvP instead of just playing the raid. <laughs> <laughs> but I need erasers because my equipment suck, except for region, I think. <laughs> yeah, hey, my Goresh, are really bad. What's really cool about the buff that Goresh just mentioned is the fact that he does pick up a 30% damage inflicted, and that cannot be canceled. So it's I'm assuming... Yeah, yeah. Once you get that, it's just permanent. So yeah, that's a, that's a really good ability to have. Well, at the start of the fight, because I believe you procs it under like 75 percent HP. Yeah, I think so, it's seventy five. Yeah. Yeah. The general here's usually what happens, right? You lead with red elf Gohan. You're fighting. Your opponent hits you. Oh no, they're hitting me with a blue unit. You swap in this trunks. Trunks soaks some HP. Their combo ends. He heals back up. You don't give a crap anymore, and you keep fighting. Like it's super easy to proc his ability. And if you proc it and, you know, use a blue card or something, I, I'm doing like half to three-fourths of people's HP right now with this unit when it's color neutral. If it's a blue unit, we're, we're just going to pretty much cap him. And if you swap him in on a cover change, he has, I think it's 45% damage cut, which is a pretty high number for damage cut. So on cover change, he could probably be pretty tanky as well. Does he have the, the penalty for it? The swap penalty? Like three counts or something? No, I don't think so. Uh, well, because he has a general reduced damage received by 25% for 15 counts every single time you swap him in. And then on cover change, he has an extra 20% uh, reduced damage. So, I mean, yeah, you swap him in on cover change, he's going to be able to tank some hits, that's for sure. Yeah. And he inflicts enemy with downgrade plus 10 to all arts costs. That, and that's only for five counts, but that's still pretty big. I mean, that alone can stop a combo. 10 is pretty annoying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a high number. The high number, yeah. Math. <laughs> <laughs> Truth, uh, have you played him at all? The Trunks? Yes. So, I have him 14 star. Um, and, I mean, I don't... I am not that impressed, but then again, I'm only ever using, like, LFs and Zenkai 7 units, so I don't know. I, I feel like Trunks is just a character that's better in other people's hands. I'm more so like, you know, oh, here's my Murtsumasu green card. This is good, right? So, <laughs> I don't know. Trunks, man. Uh, no, I mean, you're not wrong. Like, look at what he's competing with. Red LF Gohan, I've taken him in Demono Blue because he's that busted, right? So check. He's, he's, he's coming on your field, right? 
You're going to cover him with the new uh, revival Gohan, correct? Right. And and now your question is, are you going to take future Gohan and grab Endurance, blow up two of your opponent's cards and all of his ally buffs, or are you going to take Trunks? And the only time you ever take Trunks is when you're looking at your opponent and you're like, you're going to run blue, blue, purple versus me, aren't you? <laughs> That's the only time I'm really thinking I need to take this Trunks. Every other time I've taken Trunks, it's been for a showcase. Otherwise, the core three LF hybrids is all you need. Yeah, because when I've... Uh... So I've been fighting God Key just over and over and over and over and over. That's all I'm fighting is God Key. And that blue Goku has been just tossing my salad nonstop. The Resurrection F blue Goku. And like yeah. I tried to be cute a couple times and I brought that Trunks instead of Future Gohan. And I just feel like the Trunks just gets annihilated. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, he see, just the ends up being like fodder. <laughs> the problem with that is, I guess, you know, God Key just got it, that strong purple unit. They got that purple VB. So you go to you, you you go to bring the green trunks to counter the blue Goku, and then they just bring purple VB to counter your trunks. So, yeah, it can be tough for sure against God yeah, Key. He's troublesome. He does a lot at Vegito Blue. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah he's annoying. he's nuts. I never really bring a color counter unit unless it's like there's an overwhelmingly oppressive unit. Like 18, you bring your red versus, right? Fair. Um, but... Uh, like yeah this, this green trunks i i like it because especially two seasons ago mono blue saiyans was just everywhere you had to have a green and that's what actually gave that green future gohan value in some people's hands is because they needed a green so badly but green for me was always the off color and i didn't even take it for most of the time because most of the fights as truth is already witnessing you don't need it and this Trunks fills that role of being a perfect bench with this ridiculously good Z ability and also being a viable green that if I look at my opponents into blue-blue-purple setup, I can take a green in there and drop my red. Yeah. So, Prof, <clears throat> on, your, on your most optimal team with the three LF Gohans, uh, do you Zenkai buff them or do you have other... What, what, what's your bench? I've, I've shown this off on camera. And I, I I believe the most optimal team is going to be the three LF Gohans, this Trunks, the blue Zenkai Trunks, and then an HP bench. Oh, that Kid Gohan? But I, yeah, the Kid Gohan or the Super Saiyan 3 Gotenks other one. And they're both trash units. You're just there for the HP, right? I'm surprised you bring um, that blue Trunks. Yeah, I, 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 I still put a lot of value in it. And I know a lot of players that will come at me with pitchforks if I don't give them the full color wheel. I've seen yeah. a lot of players, um, you know, drop the green trunks and keep that blue trunks on there because he's just such a powerful unit and then run double HP. And that team is nasty with this Revival Gohan. Revival Gohan and Red Gohan with double HP, you, you don't need Zenkai anymore. They're just walls of damage. But as Truth saw on my setup, I, I, I love my Red Gohan. I love my Purple Gohan. And since I'm taking those two units in 95% of the fights, if not more, pretty much every single fight now, I, I can't really think of a single fight I don't take Purple Gohan, it is optimal to bench a Zenkai for them at that point, right? The only time you, you really stray away from that is if you plan on running Color Wheel. So I think the double Zenkai bench between Red Trunks, Purple Gohan, and then running that Green Trunks on there as a green option just in case you need it is the perfect setup for me. See, that's where I'm at with my hybrids team is I can't decide if I want to fully optimize like just the three LFs like purple, yellow, red, or if I want to have a full color wheel. Because if you fully optimize the three colors, you can get some pretty hefty buffs on that team. Um, but like you said, the green trunks has a phenomenal Z ability. So I'm going to have to get him up to six stars and put him on the bench. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like you could you could bench um, the purple Super Saiyan 2 Zenkai Gohan and the red Super, uh, Zenkai Super Saiyan Trunks, and they actually still buff the entire team. But then, you know, for future yep. Gohan, I think the only Zenkai buffer he has is what, Goku Black. So I would probably put an HP bench instead of Zenkai buffing him because Black doesn't, give, doesn't do anything for the rest of the team, right? Let, let, let's put Zenkai into perspective real quick here. Um, so that Red Trunks is, what, 25% blast attack at 14 star? A modern unit like the Green Trunks comes out with 35 to 2 stats. And he gives the extra bonus, right? So for two of your units on your team, you're essentially, you know, doubling the Z ability bonus. You're losing the Zenkai, but a, 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 a full team of units at 35%, you know, for their Z abilities easily competes with Zenkai. It doesn't beat it out. You know, obviously Zenkai is optimal. If, you, if you're running a red unit with red Gohan, double Zenkai benching him, his stats go through the roof, right? But everybody else is just getting that measly 25% blast damage increase. So a lot of people, when they go for these color wheels, especially with these new age units, they're getting some ridiculous buffs at the end of the road, especially when they all start going to 14 star. I, I, I don't, I, I, trust me, I agree with you, but there's a lot of people that are, are going to say that like HP, for instance, do you really want to give your purple Gohan and your, your, your future Gohan, right? A 25% blast damage increase to make your red Gohan just that much stronger when you could give them 20% more HP and effectively have 60% more HP across your entire team. Like that's the argument. And yeah. I think a lot of people are going to go for the HP because the other two units become reliable options. Like if I rush that Gohan, all that investment you spent on red Gohan is up in smoke. Fair point. I mean, in the end, I guess it's also a matter of play style. Like if you want a color wheel and also have that, for example, that green option, obviously you're not going to Zenkai buff every unit. If you want to just maximize, maybe try out um, giving that Gohan, for example, crazy buffs or, you know, that Gohan or that Gohan, <laughs> then you're just going to Zenkai buff him, I guess. But yeah, there was another yeah. unit on this banner and uh, that was Mr. Bojangles, uh, AKA Bojack Unbound. And uh, yeah, Azdeek, have you pulled him? Have you played him? What do you think? Yes, dude. So I actually did pull this guy. I have him sitting at two stars right now. And I know two stars is like literally the bare minimum, right? But I feel like this guy has so much potential. I said before the podcast that I'm planning on putting some Z power into him because I really do like this guy a lot. He almost reminds me a little bit, just a little bit of the Ice Shenron, right? Because he's able to go ahead and take away your Vanish on that main ability. And although the Ultimate or the, the Awakened Arts cards that he does have, it does so much damage. It does so much damage. The only thing about it, um, the only downside is that it cannot kill, right? It, it, I did some testing with it too. It cannot kill off of that Awakens Arts card and it cannot even pop the Endurance, right? It can't even pop the Endurance. And so I can see how some people probably wanted that to actually not be part of his kit. But dude, like it's, I don't know. I just love everything about this guy for the most part. Besides that one factor, right? He does some really good tanking. I feel like it, it just, you can, you have a lot of potential to get some really good um, techniques off too. Cause there's been some, um, some sort of scenarios where instead of actually going for the transformation, if I'm already like have a unit on my opponent's team dead, I'll just go ahead and toss out the transformation. I'll just take away their vanish and I'll just go for a rush or something like that. Right. I, I think that's like a fair trade. I know some people probably are just like, no, like you should just always get the transformation off anyways, but 
He also has this other unique ability where he's getting like a 15% damage inflicted against Super Saiyans and another 15% against Saiyans. So if you have a Super Saiyan who is also just uh, a pure Saiyan as well, you're getting a whopping 30%, right? So that's that's pretty good. And he also has like a kind of like a pseudo support too, right? He has like the 20% to damage inflicted by allied uh, episode sagas from the movies tag or tag powerful opponent just for um, existing, right? Just for existing. I think that is until he's defeated. And then you, so you have all that stuff going on. I, I just, there's just so much stuff, like even down to his Z ability. Once you do get him start up enough, like you're going to see him. I feel like he's going to be a really, really strong contender on sagas from the movies and on powerful opponents. And, you know, powerful opponent, just one of those tags that are just consistently getting updated, right? They're consistently growing up there in the ranks and stuff like that. And I really, really do love this team. I, I, I ran this guy alongside the demon King Piccolo. And that's kind of like where, I think that's where I have a little bit of an issue with it because you typically when I'm running the Demon King Piccolo on a powerful opponent team, the red unit that I want to immediately go to is that revival cell. But dude, Bojack is just so cool. I, I don't know. What do you guys think of him? I think he's good. I really like his blue card where you just you just land the blue card and it destroys three enemy cards. I think that's a cool ability. Um, yeah. I think he's overall a really good unit. I agree. The downside is the fact that uh, you pop that, you pop that uh, galactic blaster, I think it's called, and it it does a lot of damage, but it will not kill. And like you mentioned, it won't even pop endurance. I I I saw that happen to me a couple times where um, somebody actually used that on me, and I threw in future Gohan, and it didn't even pop the endurance. I was like, oh okay. Um, so yeah. yeah, I'd say that's that's the main <laughs> downside. But other than that, he's a cool unit. Very, very good Z ability. Like you said, perfect for a powerful opponent. And a lot of the powerful opponent can also be sagas from the movies. So you get that bonus buff. Um, so, yeah, overall, very good Z ability. I think he's a good unit. I think they were very careful with how they did the Awakened Arts card, because think about how much the main ability is actually doing when you pop that. It makes you ignore special cover changes, number one. Number two, it makes the enemy have zero vanish, right? So it's, it would yep. basically be a guaranteed kill on a lot of scenarios if it actually w did allow you to kill the enemy with it. That um, is true. I think they just wanted to be extra careful because that could very quickly, you know, turn out like become like ridiculously overpowered if they didn't uh, keep it in check. I better think, than Python? Not letting you kill the enemy. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When I first I'm saw curious, that ability, like how... I thought it was anti-revival, like a way to, to one-shot a unit without one-shotting them, you know what I mean? How good would you guys say that Bojack is if it could kill? He would be really annoying to fight, because he would just like have a guaranteed pretty much kill on anything. Yeah, he would just wait out the transformation yeah. until you have that unit in your sights, and the only way out would be to switch if you're fast enough. Like, you have to go out of your way to miss his Awakened Arts card. Yeah, I think yeah, I read somebody definitely. on, I don't know if it was Twitter, like, there was some post, I think it was ZVG, saying, if you miss this card, delete the game. And somebody was like, yeah, um, <laughs> I forgot that Super 17 absorbs blasts. So he, he, popped this, he popped the old, and the opponent switched into Super 17 and just absorbed it. Well, that shouldn't be possible, because he ignores special cover changes. No, but so that, uh, he, wasn't in, a, he wasn't in a combo. That's the thing. Like long, long range. It doesn't matter. Oh. It, it, no, oh, he used oh, the, green the green card. The green card, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's. I mean, you, you have to really go out of your way for that. Yeah, that's very happen. niche. That is true. Just, just use it in a combo. If you hit your opponent, swap into Bow Jiggle, and then shoot the card. Like you. And win. he also destroys every card, right? Damage. So it's there. You cannot not draw it. 
Yep. He destroys. Yeah. yeah he, he literally destroys a card for you so that you can draw it. Yeah, just like VB. Yep. I like the unit. I think he's a wonderful addition to the powerful opponent theme. Um, I wasn't really actually caring about him too much on the movie squad, but I think he's going powerful opponents. But you know, they just got the merge them also, so it's red, red, yeah, green, that's true. Yep. I don't know. Like <laughs> just like with Jiren and uh, you know, green, Goku Black, you can get these units up there really easily. I think this is a unit you can multi Z up there and start getting a, a powerful opponent team going without worrying about the LFs. So I like him for that reason alone. Yeah, but apparently he's impossible to pull, so well, I mean, my Bojack is seven stars. My Gohan is two stars plus multi-Z power. So it's like, I guess <laughs> your mileage may vary. Yeah. But I guess, uh, yeah, judging from your stars, I, I understand your pain. And I guess another cool thing about him is every time you use a strike or a blast, you're getting 20% damage cut. So, yeah. I mean, it's only for three counts. But, I mean, if you do a combo, that's, I mean, 20, 40, 60, 80% damage cut for you know, however many counts that could, that could be really helpful. Yeah. I think it's more so it's debate people into thinking it's good. I don't think it's actually that good. Cause it's only lasting for three counts. Like the only time this is really going to be valuable, I think is if you get PV'd, then it can maybe last for like two cards, but then it goes away. But the thing is, like if you're in a combo but, with him, you can notice if you take a look at your buff bar, you'll notice how quickly those buffs um, elapse and you, you'll see just how little time it actually lasts. Yeah, and keep in mind that yeah. after your combo ends, your opponent doesn't necessarily already right away combo you either because they also kind of yeah. need to bait out your vanish. You know, you're going to switch vanish or something. And then those buffs are meaningless anyways. And I think you can only get those like 60, 80% well, for one, you can only get it for one timer count max because, you know, the buffs are just going to go come gradually and they're also going to go gradually. But that also only works if you don't sidestep. If you sidestep, I think after the second card, the first buff is already gone again. So it's kind of... Yeah, about to say, yeah. if you're doing yeah, charge step, you're only going to have two buffs up at any given moment. Yeah, yeah, I think but it's very deceptive. I think it's actually... I think those effects are actually pretty bad. I mean, the effects themselves are good, but the timer counts restriction is what makes them bad. You think five would, would still be balanced, but better? Or do you think it would be too broken? I think like eight would be optimal. I need well, like it, ten I don't think they would ever make a full it, combo. Yeah, I don't think they would ever make it bit larger or longer than eight counts. But like any like five counts, I think is still too short. Okay. For it to be really good, I'd rather just I literally rather just have like damage buffs on my on my cards that I'm holding than what he has. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I mean, by the time you finish your combo. And like Palmsor said, it's not guaranteed that the enemy starts their combo right away. They could just they could just side float for five seconds and let those buffs go away. So, um, yeah, that three timer counts probably should be longer. Yeah, and it's also not guaranteed they're going to do this again. You're not going to just stay on the field with Bojack if they bait out your Vanish, you know, just to eat the combo and have the first card do no damage, but then the other cards be like, oops, I messed up. You're probably going to just I guess one out. other time it could be used. One other time it could be useful is if you're blasting from long range and they, they catch you with a blue or something. That could be good, but that's it. Oh, yeah? True. Yeah. Also, that's they, a good point. They activate on activation, not on hit? Yeah. Ah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, because it's, it's, I, I think it's actually, it's not the cards that he's holding, it's literally the effect on the cards themselves. It's like when Kefla gets strike damage for using her, her strike card. Ah, okay. Yep. So do you think he's better on PO or on movies? I think Prof already... Gave us opinion. What do you guys think? Uh, or I don't see plan. a world where I would. I don't see a world where I ever use this guy over Zamasu on powerful opponents. So I'm going to say movies. 
Yeah, I'd say overall movies has probably a more stable team. I mean, they have more Zenkai options and whatnot. So it, I'd say, in my opinion, probably Sagas from the movies. And I agree, Zamasu is probably going to be holding down that red spot on powerful opponents. So I agree. I think I bought him with the uh, Red Broly, the free one. And nobody's talking about Heraclan? Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, we will we'll in a second. We'll in a second. No worries. <laughs> And uh, any any favorite equips you have for him? Um, honestly, I feel like the equips are very very limited for him. Or I, I don't know. My, he's in my about own to opinion. get a he's about to get a crazy equipment in okay. the, in this week. Okay, so <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to hold off on that because as of right now, let me see. I'm looking at DBZ space right now. Um, he doesn't have a whole lot to choose. He has some um, a couple awakened ones, but the <laughs> I had like no equips for this man. Like I almost yeah. had to go ahead for my showcase. I almost just threw on the friendship equip just so he could have the shiny <laughs> Z plus on it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it was rough. There's there are two equips I think that are pretty good. The first one is the I forget what it's called, but it's when Dragon Ball Super Broly is like attack, about to attack Frieza. That one's pretty good as double strike attack. Um, oh, okay. And then there's the the Pycon one that has pure strike. If you have a melee unit, which he he himself oh, yeah. is a melee mm-hmm. unit. Oh no, no, sorry, he's not. He's he's defense. I think it's called your so failure I mean, or something, right? Yeah, actually, yeah, I definitely overlooked that on my video because I put it on him, and I don't think I actually had a melee type. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was a defense type. Okay, yeah, I mean that is a good equip though because you can run him with like metal cooler green. You know, green covers red, so. Yep. Yeah, as long as you run them with a melee unit, then it'll still be a- it'll still be good. So I'm a, I'm a fan of HP items, and he has access to the Awaken No Way item, which is 18% of both base defenses, and then base HP up to 10%. Is that the Broly one? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it's Broly, Broly when he's coming yeah. out of the water. Yeah, that one's good. I like that one. Ah, oh, this one here. 10% base health. Yep. That definitely will make him Oh yeah, the Awaken no way. No, that one awakens, I to, man. I need to grind I mean, that awa- one. The Awaken Janemba one is good, right? I remember seeing that when it came out, and I was like, wow, this one's really good. Let me see. Oh, with the... Are you talking about the one with the health restoration on it? Yeah. 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 Because he, remember, he, remember, he does heal 30% with his main ability once he's transformed. So that oh, wow. That would a be a... Yeah, that'd be a very good equipment for him. You can get a lot of hills off with those two equips right there. Honestly, this might be a best in sound equipment for him. Yeah, I can see that. Because remember, his blast attack is not that much different than a strike, I think, when he's transformed. I think they're pretty pretty comparable. Yeah. And he gets both stats, too. So Plus, then you can... Oh, yeah, and the Awaken No Way also has health restoration and health. So, yeah, you could, if you had both of these pretty good rolls on both of those equipments, you could have double health restoration buffs. That'd be pretty nice. Ooh. Yeah, he, he 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 could get close to healing 50% of his health with that main ability. Wow. Yeah, that no way item is pretty much a staple on all movie units. Yeah, it's a crazy equipment. I actually overlooked that, but I also I'm not playing movies, so I don't feel as yeah. bad. No, yeah, same here. <laughs> no harm in that. I need to I, I need to grind that one as well. well. Yeah, I got a Z plus on that one for my blue Broly. He loves oh, nice. it. He says it's delicious. Nice. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, um, so we got more units on that banner, and I think they're everybody's favorite, but especially Goresh's favorite. So Goresh, uh, talk us through the Hera clan units. Yeah, so Beto, being the main headline unit of the third anniversary, is really, really good at carrying the Hera clan team. Um, 
he gives, I think it's 40% support to the Hera clan. And uh, the real reason why I think Bojack, at least in my opinion, like they designed him to have not that much damage and stuff is because he's getting a lot of his damage from the Z abilities from the Hera clan, as well as from Beto's support. Because remember, Beto's giving 40% damage. I think he also is healing every time he switches out, like the whole team, I think it's up to three times. So keep in mind, we just talked about these equipments that have uh, health restoration for Bojack, right? Mm-hmm. That's going to also take into consideration the fact that Beto is healing that every time he switches out. So Bojack's going to be healing a ton. Oh, um, yeah. And so, yeah, all, all jokes aside, I think the, the best of the batch, obviously, is Gokua. At this point, everybody knows how good Gokua is. Uh, they clearly noticed and uh, acknowledged the fact that hybrids was going to be a major issue in this meta. So, you know, designing a unit that does so much extra stuff to hybrids, not only the fact that he does 6% more damage, but also takes 30% less damage from them, I think is a huge deal. Um, there's been instances where I've used Gokua and I was able to tank literally a, um, an ultimate from Red Gohan with a Sun Family ally dead on his team and live. So that's, that was a pretty good testament to how good Gokua was. And mine's at like four stars or something. Pretty so impressive. Wow. he's really, really good. Uh, the one really, really good thing, I think the, honestly the best part about the unit, the Gokua unit, is the fact that when he transforms, he has like a de- mini Demon King Piccolo effect where he gets a full hand and as well as key and he heals himself um, without there being like that super restrictive uh, requirement for him, like with the, the purple Balls. Demon King Piccolo where he needs either five Dragon Balls or 30 timer count or however many timer counts. I think it's 30 timer counts. Yeah, yeah 30. 30. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so him not needing that, I think... Like, it makes that effect crazy powerful because not only is he getting all that stuff, but he's also, his stats when he's transformed are, like, the equivalent. I, I, was, I remember comparing him to Green Goku Black Transform. They have, like, very similar stats when they're transformed, which is ridiculous to me. I don't understand why they made him an EX. They should have just made him a Sparking, and that's sort of going into the next point here, which is I don't, like, they made these EXs, right? Four new EXs, the Heraclan team. This is, like, the, the team that they want you to run, or one of the two new teams. That's Hybrids and Heraclan are the two, two teams, right? that they want you to run during the second half of this anniversary and they like just didn't change the rates for the EXs for some reason. So it's going to be very difficult for the average player to be able to make this team because nobody's going to jump into PvP with like a one-star Gokua or like a one-star Bujin or something, right? Or it's just not, missing a it's not feasible. Yeah, we're not even having the full EX squad because that's probably, I would say, 90% of the player base is not going to have all four of these guys. I think Bido came after like um, 40,000 for me. Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's that's, not. Yeah, Beto, the one I wanted most. Couldn't get him. <laughs> Took me the longest. show up, man. Wait. And Goresh yeah. is pulling him every freaking multi, laughing. <laughs> I mean, just, he's my favorite character. It's true. Beto Unbound. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it's like they release an entire team of pseudo LFs based off how hard it is to get a hold of all of them. Yeah, basically. It's actually, <laughs> it's lunacy how dumb that decision yeah, I think was. it's 0.357% or something. They didn't change the rates at all. Like, they're the same players as every other, as every other EX in the game. And I guess their thought process was, oh, well, there's a guaranteed EX step. They'll pull them. They should have just made the, the, the rates for those units specifically doubled for um, that EX step. Like, that would have been, been way better. It makes yeah. way too much sense. But going back to the the units themselves, I think Goku obviously is the best one. I actually think Beto, like like not being like trolley or anything, is the second best of them. He just does so much. Like his damage is pretty good. His green card gives you a card. His main ability is pretty solid. Like everything he's doing is pretty good. 
Um, and then I think Bujin and Zangi are pretty comfortably the worst too. I would actually say Zangi is probably the worst, which is crazy to think about because she gets double card draw speed. So yeah. you look at her kit and you'd think she'd be really good, but her stats are so bad. I had a, uh, I actually think this video just went live of like earlier today. I had a fight with her and I was attacking a purple Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta. My Zangi is seven stars. She was like barely damaging Vegeta and she's type advantage. So that just goes to show how like little damage she does. But she does, you know, her, her combos are very long with the double card draw speed. So she, you can buy time with her and stuff like that. Um, she has her uses, but it's just I was not impressed at all. And then Bujin, I think the only viable thing that you can do with him is he has the lock, which, which is not like, you know, the red Bardock lock or, uh, you know, the new age locks where it locks both you and your opponent in. This is a traditional green Bardock lock in where you lock in your opponent for 10 counts and they cannot switch. They cannot counterplay that at all. So, you know, you can lock in like, again, you're fighting a hybrid team. You lock in Red Gohan if you don't have Goku at transformed and you just rush him. And that's like the way that he can get value. But other than that, I, I'm really not impressed with the Heracleniaxes. I think Goku is head and shoulders far and away the best one. Beto is solid. And then like Bujin and Zangi are both pretty bad. <laughs> I really had high hopes for Zangia too, man. I saw that. I saw that card draw speed and I was hoping she'd be really good. I mean, I think, okay, once you get her to higher stars, but this is not going to be for a very long time for most players. Um, maybe she can do some, uh, some work when she's at higher stars. Like I'm talking like nine star plus, but it's, <laughs> I was very, very disappointed with the damage he was doing. Yeah. And you have her seven stars too. So, I mean, yeah, that is yeah. a little disappointing for sure. I mean, so you would say, let's say, let's say you're running the Hera clan and you want to choose like a support unit. You would obviously choose Beto over Bujin every day, right? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, Bujin, I think actually does work better against the hybrid team specifically because of the lock in and because the hybrid team has most people are running the setup with Red Gohan, Future Gohan and the new Purple Gohan. Like if you can get that Red Gohan locked in and like rush him, you are in a really good spot because it's so difficult to rush that team now with how it's set up. Like you obviously don't want to rush a rival unit. You don't want to rush an endurance unit. So if you can set up Bujin to lock in Gohan and rush him, like that's he's done his job. Yeah, that's a good point. So would you run uh, like um, what's it called? Beto and uh, Gokua on a different team? Like are they fitting on movies at all? Um, I mean, at that point, you might as well just run the full hair clan. Like you're running two of them, but I mean, you can do them too and Bojack together. I think Beto and Booj or Beto and uh, Goku actually do work pretty well together. Like they were easily the two best units that I was running in that team. They felt the best to me. Purple covers um the uh the blue weakness to green, so I think that's pretty good. Uh, Beto does give a significant increase to Goku's damage, which is very noticeable as well. So I mean, if you want like specifically Gokua to look good he's a really good unit to use with him I probably wouldn't use Beto like on a serious team I was running just to be completely fair yeah who would so <laughs> uh, basically what I had to ask then is since basically put in all your input about how good the Heraclan is overall and so I think it's safe to say that chat wants you and Truth to race to get the first 14-star Heraclan team. <laughs> <laughs> Truth yeah, laughing menacingly. Uh, 
how how many copies is that? The uh, fourteen star. Um. By the way, I'll just let you guys know. I, I I finished. I finished. I finished summoning on the banner. I'm done summoning on the banner, and my Gokua was four stars. Truth. Oh my That's crazy. You said Truth, 40, 40? 40 copies. It's 250 Z power. You need 10,000. Oh my God. So you, you got this truth. Yeah, you guys can do it. You realize how powerful <laughs> that meme would be if you summoned for 14 star Gokua showcase? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you would be the only one to slap and fish with a Gokua. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he already does pretty good damage. I, I'm I'm definitely pumping all of my Z power into Same. him from this point. But I haven't gotten like much on the raid so this weekend. I have not used any of the Heraclan because day one, I was having way too much fun with Gohan. And all of a sudden, I'm like two, rank 2000. I'm fighting like players way better than me. So it's like, I'm not running Heraclan. <laughs> I'm just not doing that right now. I'm going to get crushed. <laughs> I feel that. So I feel that. My only experience is against people using them, which is not much. And it's like Bojack, he just goes down like like a bitch. Like I, Bojack <laughs> is not scary at all. But Gokua has caught me before where it's like a two-star Gokua almost like one shot of my future Gohan. I'm like, well, I'm glad he's two stars because that would have been very problematic. Gokua actually feels like a different unit when you're running him against the hybrid team. Like I was running him against, I think it was a Zenkai Sun Family team or something. And he was barely damaging like Namek Goku. Like he was, he was okay. He wasn't looking impressive at all. And then the next match, I'd go against like a hybrid team, and he's just like one shotting everyone. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> it's so Good. funny because Goku encounters a hybrid Saiyan and gets killed in five seconds. <laughs> so <laughs> he's a yeah. hybrid Saiyan counter. It's very funny. Well, they kept the cannon. This Gohan is pretty much one shotting everybody right now. Yeah, <laughs> you got to stick to the <laughs> to the source material here, I suppose. Otherwise, Shueisha is coming. Yeah, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta was looked pretty bad in the Omega fight. <laughs> he did. What? I do love the fact that Goku actually uses his sword on the strike animations. Like, I hate when they have these units where they give him a sword and then they just don't even use it. You know what I mean? Oh, my dude, favorite, that kick is sick. My favorite argument is when people are like, oh, well, Gohan, you know, he one shot everyone in the movie, so they had to make him as good as he was in the movie. And it's like, okay, yeah, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta looked pretty good against Omega. Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta looked pretty good against uh, Broly. Like, well, what is that argument? Hey, Blue Gogeta <laughs> is I good. Think I'm I love Blue Gogeta. <laughs> Too late, Prof. That, oh my God. that will forever be... No, I'm not saying you. I've actually seen people say that. Like... <laughs> what people said. Well, like, yeah, well, the UI Goku is going to come out. His vanish gate just doesn't go away, and you lose. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's that's what it is, the right? Infinite vanish gauge. You just need to live it out until the heat goes too much, and he just runs out of mastered UI transformation or whatever. Oh, you don't get a vanish gauge. You just start vanishing. <laughs> Infinite perfect vanish auto. Yep. <laughs> Easy peasy. All right, so I think we talked um, about the Hera Clan. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the fact, uh, truth, I'm especially interested to hear your opinion right now, um, is the fact that we have four banners right now, three of them step-ups that include Legends limited units. How do you feel um, that has a, what, what kind of an impact does it have on players? Do you feel it's healthy for the game? Um, is it appropriate for an anniversary? What do you think? So one thing I find interesting is that Dokkan, for years in a row now, they have been just tossing out like, four summonable LRs per, like, anniversary, right? Um, and now, currently, summonable LRs and LS, they have about the same rate, right, Gresh? It's, like, pretty much the same thing? Like the, yeah, the, yeah, 0. 0.5. Si yep. Since um, since Gogeta Blue and Broly, the LF rate has been about the same as a Dokkan LR. 
And it's like, no one has an issue with it in Dokkan. It's like, oh, yeah, there's just four LRs. Like, you pick the banner you want to go for. Like, people know that, like, okay, there's going to be a banner in part two. I can understand, like, a lot of players being upset because they didn't anticipate another LF banner, right? And Gohan being, I mean, the best of the three, right? So, like, I get it, but I don't think it's an issue, really. Um, and the other thing, too, is the, Go- the Gohan banner is up to, what, August 4th or something? <laughs> like, it's, it's up for, like, three months, dude. It's around for a long time. When does the Gogeta and Zamasu banners go away? That's here. I think it's like s- July fifteenth. Yeah, seventeen okay. days. July fifteenth. Yeah. Because I, I I don't think it's an issue that they drop three LFs during the anniversary. No, absolutely not. Right. Like I you, you have to. It, the these games are not designed for players to be summoning on every banner and getting every unit. Right. You have to be smart. Not so. like us. Yeah. It's, it's a good point. Rip. I think the only people really suffering are free-to-play collectors that want every single unit. These yeah. units that on this new banner are like on a completely different team than the previous two banners. Like you can yeah. just ignore this banner as much as I say, oh, I love Gohan. If you like VB, Gogeta 4, they're not bad. <laughs> this, this Gohan's just hype right now. I just I think have it's not funny seen- when you uh when when you compare the Gogeta banner to like the other to this both the Zamasu banner and the Gohan banner, it's like it's not even comparable like it sucks well, it's because isonova don't carry the hype if isonova were hype then that would be three sparking units for you to go for that'd be a core team for your gt that you're all excited for i also but don't think isonova are good <laughs> so <laughs> and they knew people would just purposely go for gogeta and they just didn't really care who else was on it so that's how it like felt at least purpose yeah <laughs> Because like the Merge Zamasu banner has way cooler units as far as I'm concerned with the Vegito, Kefla, and Merge Zamasu and oh, yeah. Pity units as well. Yeah, also Gogeta Blue coming back is really nice. Yeah, oh, and yeah. VB. Like, this banner it. right here is hype. Yeah. And then you look at the the, Go- the Gogeta 4 banner and I'm like, I really want Gogeta. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. It's strange to me that like they didn't do some kind of like Omega Shenron, right? It's like, okay, well, we'll just do Ice, Ice Shenron. What? What? Anniversary, you're releasing Ice Shenron. Hype Shenron? Okay. Well, yeah. (laughs) It's because we got EX Baby. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. And EX Super 17. Yep. Yep. There we go. They should have been reversed. Ice and Nova should have been the EXs, and it should have been a new sparking Super 17 and Baby. I I wouldn't have minded that at all. It probably would have been pretty cool. Also, it would be like a good purple for Androids. Yeah. GT just got like three Zenkais in a row, plus this entire banner. I mean, they're overwhelmed with units that are brand new, sparkly, don't know what to do with at this point, right? Yeah. One thing that like you I, literally can't put all the new GT units on a team. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Um, also, why it's would a premium you run team ice- too? Kind of like you said, they they're all fairly new, and it's you know you have to have a lot of CC to be keeping up with that. I think GT to this day is still a pretty premium team if you want to run all the Zenkai units at least. Yeah, I was gonna say, why would you run Isonova or like over Zenkai Super Saiyan Four Goku and Vegeta? You don't. Yeah. They're just there for like you can't you fit them all, so you you shut off these units that aren't hype. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You kind of just have your main core, and then you just build around them, right? Yep. Pretty much. Like there's people that are going to run the VB and Kefla just because it's VB and Kefla. It, it doesn't matter what the kit is; they're going to get used, right? And exactly. The people are going to look Ice and Shinron, and a lot of technical players will look at Ice and be like, "Ooh, that's kind of cool. I like this." Right. Ninety nine percent of the general player base is going to be like, "What is this dog crap?" <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I pulled cardboard the first, wings. The first day of the anniversary, I pulled Ice Shinron. I was already like, eh, "Whatever." 
<laughs> like literally the first the first unit I pulled in the band I think was Ice Shenron and I was like uh, okay cool next yeah, I instantly didn't care yeah <laughs> yeah I mean he's gimmicky with his you know his vanished um steel one but... one really cool thing you could do with him I uh, don't think I've I've actually kind of want to do a video on this I haven't really seen anybody talk about this though is with uh, Zenkai Super Saiyan 4 Goku you can hit him with the blue card lock him in and then immediately go to Ice Shenron press your main and they can't switch and you could just hit him with the blue card again yep yes you should make like a montage I'm able like, to pull that off I think Tom once made a montage of uh, sniping people with the blue uh, of the Super Saiyan 4 you should do like a, a montage of just 10 minutes doing this with some I don't know some sniper yeah. in between or something that would require me to use Ice Shenron yes. so I don't know <laughs> Hey, come on, for the content. Well, I'll, I'll toss this out there if we're talking about montage. Like, we're, we're shifting gears. I'm not going to do it because it seems too gimmicky, but someone needs to double Zenkai buff that Gohan right before he resurrects. Not double Zenkai, double Bardock buff him. I, I, I That's on my docket to Bardock buff that Gohan. Because you, you, you could, the, the idea I'm thinking is, right, you're fighting with Bardock, your opponent does something, you swap into cover with Gohan, get the Bardock buffs, he dies, resurrects, and then you just cut this killing machine for about eight timer counts. Does he keep the buffs? There's actually there's actually a buddy in my guild that runs that team. He has the new revival Gohan on Super Saiyans, and he says it works pretty well. He likes it a lot, so I'm sure it's Dude, a good Dude, he spends team. half to three-fourths of the fight in Super Saiyan 1. This unit isn't like Revival right. Cell. He, you fight as Super Saiyan Gohan for quite a bit of the fight. Okay. And I think even after you transform, I could be mistaken, but like, so let's say you swap in from Bardock and you have the Super Saiyan buffs, and then let's say he transforms to Super Saiyan 2. Does he still keep those buffs for, I think, whatever yeah. timer count it is, or do they immediately go away? He keeps them. Uh, this, this trick okay, has that's been done with like the transforming god Vegeta. They just make a Gatlin gun that just can pretty much sweep your entire opponent's team. Okay. Damn. Right. So you're still you're still you know retaining those buffs. I could see that team being pretty good. Yeah. I mean, especially if you can land a combo right off the bat somehow. This is going to be a, a right. almost guaranteed kill. I did want to quickly ask you guys: How do you feel about the fact? So like. So third anniversary starts, we get the Zamasu Gogeta banner, and they obviously it's very hype. Everybody's hype for these units. And how do you guys feel about them kind of surprising us with this Gohan banner and the fact that he is so good? You know, I feel kind of bad for a lot of people that, you know, maybe they had 20, 30,000 CC saved up, and then they just spent it all on the first anniversary banners. And then, boom, we get surprised with this Gohan part two anniversary. I mean, how do you guys feel about that? Surprised. Well, I, I feel like Legends, they, they have to take back some of this power from the Zenkai units. Because I feel like the Zenkais yeah. are too strong for how cheap they are compared to, like, these normal units. I feel like that model is eventually going to kill the game. If just every strong unit is a Zenkai that's, like, way easier to get than, like, LF Gohan. Like, you really got to put in crystals to get him competitive. But, like, I don't know, like, God Vegeta is really good compared to, like, a normal banner unit, right? Like, yeah, this is Zenkai, a whole... So. This is a whole other issue because how do you act like it, it, I don't think it's possible to balance an LF unit around him being like two or three stars and then him being like better than Zenkai's because at that point you have people who are going to 14 star the unit and they're just going to be like overwhelmingly better than every other unit. Really? In the game. Who, who might that be? So it's a, the difference in power between two and three stars compared to 14 stars is too big to where a two and three star unit can compete with Zenkai's and be okay. It's not. It's never going to work. Um, 
And so I don't really know there's a way around this. The way I would fix it is I would just make every unit Zenkai on release and like completely overhaul the way the Zenkai system works, like make it way easier to solve make it all free um, and keep Zenkaiing units that are old the same way they do it now. So have it, you know, be 7,000 crystals to fully Zenkai them, stuff like that. But release units now that Zenkai on release, give them the full four unique abilities, give them the whole soul boosting system, but make it all free and make it way easier to soul boost the new units. Um, and then that way you don't have to balance them around, you know, being such low stars and being so good. Whereas you have them at 14 stars, like this Gohan, 14 star, this Gohan, when you beat, you beat the game. Like it's over. <laughs> so yeah. how, how would y'all feel if Zenkai's came out? Like this Gohan's super powerful, right? Yeah. Next Zenkai that comes out is just as powerful as this Gohan. But every single unit that comes out is as powerful as this Gohan. And they just really pick the plateau of power that they want units to be at. And Zenkai, more or less, because, you know, in every gacha game, there's that slow power creep. And if you're playing the game banner to banner to banner, you don't really feel it as much. But you look back at last year and like, wow, I'm not using those units anymore. Those teams aren't even used anymore. That kind of stuff happens, right? What if when a Zenkai came out, they didn't try to make it better? They literally just put it at the new power level of the latest units. and But the big advantage to Zenkai was obviously the Zenkai ability, which is shared amongst the team. And then the level 10 card arts. Like, I, I feel like, they, you know, if you play Pokemon, like the the stats in Pokemon are, are their ceilings, right? There's not really too many exceptions to that rule. They don't really try to power creep it and it works. And I feel like they, they could take a page from that and just have a general threshold that all the units should be falling under. And Zenkai are not exceptions, even when they're hype Zenkais or whatever. They don't break that rule. There's no reason for Zenkai to just be inherently better. It should just be a new unit, air quotes new, you know, but they just kind of redesigned an old unit to put it at today's standards. And if I can spend yeah. 7,000 Chrono Crystals to guarantee a competitive unit that keeps up with this Bojack and Gohan, but doesn't just wash them, I think that's a fair system. Yeah, Well, that's the I problem agree. is they, they, they try to monetize the Zenkai system, right? If right. you try and monetize a Zenkai system, it's either going to be everybody Zenkaiing everything and not summoning for new units, or everybody summoning for uni new units and not Zenkaiing anything. So there's no real way, reliably, to find that middle ground, which is why I don't know how to really fix this. Because if they continue making these units so ridiculously powerful at two and three stars, why would you ever Zenkai a unit other than to just, to just get the Zenkai ability, right? I mean, that's really the only value I can see. Like, if every unit was purple Khalifa uh, level, would you summon for Zenkais? The answer is probably no for most players. So, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough, well, man. I will say this purple Gohan is probably one of the first LF units that we've seen that comes out and they can, I mean, they can compete competitive, or he can compete competitively at two to three stars and you don't see that very often so i i i do like that it's the fact that you know people can summon get what like literally one copy of gohan and hop into pvp and still do pretty pretty damn well so i mean i do like that but yeah it's gonna be hard to balance it man well i i do <laughs> i it, it's funny because we always joke about legends players never knowing what they want but it really felt good that i pulled one copy of this gohan and i put him on my team and aside of being, you know, a little bit squishy, he is destroying. And it, it, it felt rewarding to summon a two-star unit. There, there are so many people that are experiencing exactly what I'm talking about right now. Like, how many times do you see somebody posting about their LF Rose, right? They pulled him, he gets obliterated, doesn't quite you know, annoy his opponents, doesn't do anything. He didn't feel rewarding. Everybody said mid, tier two, tier three, don't even tier him, just throw him in the trash, right? 
And this Gohan has a different example. We got hype in the community. I got, I've seen people blowing up Twitch, Twitter, all this stuff. We're really excited for this unit. Love or hate them. I, I, I feel like this was a positive thing. Like, I don't, I, yeah. I still don't know where I fall, but I feel like this was I, a good move. I agree, but you have to think of it from their perspective too, where it's like, I think this is the way it should be. But because the fact that they're monetizing the Zenkai system, who is now going to pay for Zenkai's if they're going to be, you know, mediocre to bad? I don't know. Like, I think that the real answer here is that Zenkai and 14 star was the biggest mistake they ever made in this game. And they need to find a way to just normalize it to the point where it doesn't exist. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but they won't. <laughs> right. 14 star makes it to where you now have to summon for seven star plus in order to really feel competitive with any unit that comes out today, which is why this Gohan felt so amazing is that out of the box, a two to four star is just taking heads. I can't imagine how Goresh is feeling right now. And so, yes, there are going to be like five Goreshes and you're not going to see them on the ladder. And when you do, you take that screenshot. So I really don't care that there are going to be some whales that will, oh, you know, pay to win or whatever the crap you want to say. Because the reality is you're not going to see them. Every other player is like you and me, and we're all struggling to get a couple copies of Gohan. And this is much, much, much preferable than boring Zinkais every two weeks. Yeah, it's so weird. You know, there was so many. 14 star LF Super Saiyan 4 Goku's running around. But, uh, <laughs> haven't seen a lot of Gogetas and Gohans and Zamasus, huh? Weird. Weird how that works. People just really like Goku, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was really good too. So he's amazing. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's uh, that's pretty much about it that we want to talk about today. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, then we'll be back with questions. And as always. If you want uh, your questions in the podcast, make sure to keep an eye out on our Twitter or our public Discord server and uh, post under the public uh, questions thread so we may pick your question. We'll be back in three minutes. All right, guys. I was just kidding. The break is not extended, but uh, we are back now with the questions. And again, keep your eye out on Twitter for our questions thread. And the first question is coming from Magnus, and he's asking, do you guys think Legends Limited Ultra units are going to be a thing in the future? Basically, just no. summonable ultras, right? The answer is yes. Well, Nobody. summonable ultras, yeah, but not. I don't think they're going to combine them. What rate would they have? Like 0.01%? No. Yeah, well, that's what I, I was I think ask. His, really, what he's just asking is if they're going to be summonable, right? Like, that's just what he means with that. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't, think, I don't think they'll have the Legends Limited designation. I think they'll just be their own thing. Gonna be yeah, like, yeah, they'll be their own thing so that they could have lower rates. <laughs> it'll be like yeah. Dokkan Fest <laughs> and LRs. It's going to be different things. Ultras will be the 0.25 again. That's what that's going to be. I don't. Uh, maybe. We'll see. They better yeah. not be. <laughs> I, I hope not either. Because <laughs> as it is right now, I honestly kind of think of the Ultra units. They're already so special enough to me that they almost do feel like um, the amount of work put into their animations alone almost make them feel like Legends Limited units to me. So I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about a Legends Limited Ultra unit. Yeah, that'd be kind of crazy. I will say if they do eventually have summonable ultra units, I just hope to God that it's like there's no like, you know, any sort of like grind that comes with that. Like you should be able to summon them, pull them and immediately be able to soul boost them. There shouldn't be any type of like soul boosting grind. But yeah, I don't know what their rates would be, though. If they were summonable ultra units. They probably would be like 0.5 or I don't know. They could go 0.25, I but I hope not. I don't think they'll be lower than Legends Limit. I think they'll be the same rate. Hope so. Hope okay. so. 
All right, I guess uh, that pretty much covers this question, so we can move on to the next one that's coming from Luigi Q. What do you all think the direction of the direction they're going with Ultra Units? Despite the reused animation, I think overall I like where they're going with them character-wise and animation-wise. I do feel they could do a bit better with animation quality, though. Uh, I'm very disappointed with the choice they did with the Vegeta. But other than that, I think he's fine. As in which uh, arc or the character himself? Yeah, I, w versus Kui. Yeah, anniversary. Yeah, Vegeta versus Kui. <laughs> <laughs> what's, I, I, I don't... What, what, what do you mean? What's, what's wrong with that? Isn't it an iconic moment? <laughs> Great moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> iconic. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, personally... I thought um, Vegeta against Android 19, his yes. first time going Super Saiyan, Big Bang. Yeah. That, that would have been, been cool. Wait, wait, wait. That, that was, yeah. Truth, uh, get out your tinfoil hats, but Iconic rhymes with Piconic. That's it. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Super Picon, baby. I like it. I like where your head's at. There we go. <laughs> They're going to drop Super Picon, and he's going to be green. Ultra <laughs> Picon. The, the, one, the one thing I really don't get with this Vegeta's release is this Vegeta like needs Frieza Saga units to run with to be good with his ultra ability. And yet they release Bojack movie units. Okay. Yeah. Seems good. Yeah. You know. Just doesn't really match Maybe. up. And I agree. Dirty, dirty fireworks for Vegeta. It's like, is that really a hype enough character for Ultra? I mean, I think he's a cool unit. Don't get me wrong. I think he's very cool. I think he's actually somewhat viable. I just think um kind of like, you know, some of the other guys have already said, there's better options for you know a hype character than you know dirty fireworks vegeta but i mean overall i think he is cool yeah i mean saiyan saga vegeta his intro is him coming out of the pod his ultimate is going into great ape and doing the mouth blast like that's hello yeah, the only thing i can imagine it's way better than this the only one. thing i can imagine why they're you know they're releasing him but then release bojack units is because probably most people won't be able to soul boost him like for a bit and maybe there will be like a Frieza Saga banner coming up sometime in the near future to just kind of flesh out that team a little bit more. That's a guess. Yeah, when he's not hyping exactly. anymore. So yep. in like two days. Two days. <laughs> Actually, tomorrow. Well, you know, as long as they don't take my CC from PvP, that's not happening, right? They're not going to replace, or not the CC, but the other stuff, right? The multi-Z power, they're not going to replace it in PvP, are they? Or... Uh, I'm not sure. It might be. It might go back to the same thing that Ultra Goku was, where you get the extra Z power per season. But I'm not sure. Uh, I honestly wasn't a big fan of that. <laughs> yeah, I get that. But I do agree with this guy where he says I feel they could do better with the animation. So, like, isn't it true? The Dirty Fireworks Vegeta, he has like a lot of the same animations as Ultra Goku, right? It's yeah, dude. The 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 charging animation is the same. The clash animation is yeah. the same. The blast animation is the same. The tap attack animation is the same. It's literally a copy and pasted unit. See, there's so, no way you can convince me that this unit took three plus months to design when they already had the entire unit created with Ultra Goku. Dude, yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. I was gonna say since these ultra ultra units are so like we have to wait such a long time for each one, you would think like the animations would be unique for each character. Um, so I hope. I guess going forward, future Ultra units, I agree. I do want to see um, better animations or more more so just unique animations. Like for that specific character, they should have their own animations. But Yeah, 100%. Yeah. The, the only thing I can imagine is why, why they waited, you know, to release him that long and they may have had him finished already is just to not set expectations to, 
you're going to get one every month because there will be people like, hey, but re the Vegeta released a month after the Goku just because they had them ready. Why are we having to wait three months and more to get the next one, you know? Yeah. yeah, but that's pretty much... I mean, I will say with the amount of resources it takes to grind, like, I'm okay with that, I guess, but um, I I definitely agree, like, I just, I, I do agree more, like, some more unique animations would be better. Fair enough. All right, uh, let's move on to the next question. And that question is coming from Mugivara, asking, do you think it was a bad idea of the devs to release the best Legends Limited unit, arguable one of the best, if not the best unit in the game, as the part two headliner of the anniversary, why would anybody summon on the part one banner in an upcoming anniversary if the part two one is the better now, the better one now? Yeah, this is kind of what I brought up earlier. It's like it's kind of wow. a it's kind of a slimy thing to get everybody to summon on part one and then just surprise us with part two. But I don't know. Well, yeah. if, okay. This is what my advice would be: if you want to be as smart as possible with your crystal. Just don't summon for a little bit. Wait and see what part two is, because these banners are still up for part one. And then once you know what part two is, then you go and decide which banner you want to summon on. Yeah. Yeah, you know what there is. Yeah, I was gonna say only problem is you're gonna have to have a lot of willpower to not summon for that long on the first part. Yeah. Well, because the the strategy they employed here was spend money. You've used all your savings, everything. Oh, here's Gohan. Spend money, get him. Right? Like that's that's right. what Toshi said. At the right? end of the day, I just spend them how yeah. I get them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what it was. It was just a money grab, basically. At the end of the day, these games are here to make money, right? Like, you have to outsmart them. You, you can't be baited in with every little thing. That's why it's, it's got, you got to be very particular on how you summon, right? Yeah. I think for Legends specifically, if you're free to play, you really have to just focus on a tag and not yeah. get caught up in the hype and everything else. Yeah, yeah but the problem is if you... The, this game is so bad at, like, creating a uh, diverse meta because they always focus on like one tag for like two months and then they just like hyper like buff that one tag and then they just ignore everything else so if you get unlucky and you pick a tag that's like loe you're like okay i'm gonna focus on loe imagine if you decided to focus on loe like last year like you'd be you'd be screwed right now no they yeah. got dude they got the red metal cooler zenkai what and the hell is yellow freezer yellow and the yellow <laughs> yellow freezer was amazing yeah, yeah two zenkais dude wow but you, they were almost back to back you would, be, <laughs> you would be in such a bad spot right now if you chose to focus on loe and that that you could say the same thing about gt for like the past year up until this anniversary when they actually finally decided above gt so they go on these sprees of buffing tags and you can never really be sure when your tag is going to get buffed which is the only bad part about it exactly yeah yeah. But it definitely is hard to hold on to your crystal and stuff like that. In that case, I have to go ahead and name drop ZBG. ZBG went pretty hard, like chasing after corrupted Zamasu. Like he used like a majority of all his free to play crystals. And then when the Gohan dropped, he was only able to go ahead and spend 1.5 thousand crystals on the Gohan banner. And he just, I, I, I know that he felt betrayed. I know he felt betrayed. And I felt, I felt hurt for him. Oh, yeah. For sure, because like I said, it's we're all hyped for the part one. We all want these new characters, and especially I know ZVG runs God Key sometimes. So as a God Key main, you need that red unit, and then boom, here's part two. Surprise, surprise, and nobody has CC. So yeah, I I feel that pain for sure. I mean, definitely. Yeah, I think the smartest decision you can make as a free-to-play player is you focus on one of the big tags, like God Key, Future... Regen, um, please. Uh, regen yeah re like those are the tags that are constantly getting buffed over and over and over again those are the tags you want to focus on 
not something like GT or LOE or and even Androids, honestly, I would probably argue is a tag you probably don't want to focus on because there's only so many Androids they can release in this game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what you should do. All right. Uh, I think we got time for one more question. So let's see what it is. It's from LOL, Japanese science enthusiast. Um, do you think the Zenkai meta will end if they continue to release LFs that are just as strong as this new Gohan? I guess we touched on it a little bit, but what do you think? Yes, I I truly no. do. Or if they- my answer is no. <laughs> my, the reason why my answer is no is because they monetize Zenkai, so they're going to eventually find a way to incentivize people to summon for Zenkai no matter what, if they're going to keep monetizing So you're it. saying they're just going to yeah. release units that are yeah. as strong as Gohan, but then they're going to release Zenkai that are stronger yeah. than yes. Gohan? Yes, my answer is yes. And unfortunately, that does seem to be like the cycle. And, you know, in a perfect world, uh, in my own head, I would like to believe that these LS would slowly but surely start outshining these Zenkais and as you guys do know like the Zenkais that have been getting put out like the they'll sprinkle in those like really like quote-unquote balanced Zenkais or the Zenkais that you guys definitely don't think are that great like I don't think this Kid Goku Zenkai is that great I don't think that Khalifa Zenkai that we recently got or I don't know how recently we got her but I don't think she was that great um and so if they kept just putting out Zenkais like that then I could a hundred percent see like these lfs taking over and just being like the absolute staple where that's that's the pinnacle of power that you're going to get from dragon ball legends that's what they're going to want you to summon on but it's just how garesh said they're going to want to monetize it eventually we're going to come back and it's going to be an endless cycle of them just eventually putting out an android 18 like zenkai right some some sort of power creep in terms of zenkai i I don't know It, it sucks but that's definitely does seem like the direction where the game is at right now i'd much rather the new units the new sparkings be the best units because yeah. it makes more for a more fun game like who definitely. wants to watch yeah. red gohan just be the best unit for like two years four fat like four years straight nobody wants to see that exactly um so whenever having like whenever you have like a new fresh unit as the best unit that like you know you're constantly getting like like quote-unquote new best units as long as they don't make power creep like out of hand to where like new units are outdated after like two months then i'm definitely all for that but there's gonna be a, a time eventually where because they're monetizing zenkai like they're not gonna they're not gonna want to eventually just like stop making money from that that revenue stream that they have so they're, they're gonna incentivize people in some way to summon for zenkai still unless they unless they stop monetizing zenkai which i feel like is what they should have done a long time ago but they just haven't so yeah That'd be the ultimate end all to it, 100%. Yeah, fair enough. Just like make sure every Zenkai is in the rush shop or something like that. That would be so amazing. I'd be so extremely ecstatic. My solution to this problem is to just Zenkai every unit on release and make it free and make it very easy to soul boost them and just make it, you know, make you actually have to play the game a little bit, not a crazy amount to get it all done. So that these units aren't being completely overshadowed the second they release by a unit that's three years old, right? Yep. All righty. Um, I would say that's it for today. But before we go, first off, we have a new video out on on the YouTubes, which is the fan-made Zenkai Super Vegito. People have been speculating for him to come out. So make sure uh, to go over on YouTube, check that out. And while you're on YouTube, don't forget we have the League and Stuff Season 2 going on. And this time it's all for charity. So that means every single comment and every single like will add one cent to the pool. And the winner gets to choose the charity. Everybody already chose a charity. And 
whoever wins gets to donate all that money in their name to the charity of their choosing. So make sure to go over on the YouTube and check that out. With that said, this podcast will go live as usual 24 hours from now on YouTube. And we will be back next week with episode 40. Man, time flies. This podcast is growing up so fast. And uh, yeah, that is truth. Astik, Swift, Goresh, um, a prof that had to leave a little bit earlier and Palm signing off. And uh, we hope you have a great week. We'll see you guys soon. Take care, everybody. Later, guys. Peace. Later.